When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The KTSA Home Improvement Show with Martin Bamba, presented by Window World. Talk to Martin now, 210-599-5555. Now, Martin Bamba. Hey, 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 welcome back, everybody, to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. It's 906 on AM 550, KTSA, FM 1071. Uh, good Saturday morning to you. So happy to be a part of your Saturday morning routine. Thank you so much for making us a part of yours. I'm Martin Bamba. That's my buddy Jim Smith. And we are here to help. Back in the saddle again, my friend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, what a... Now, what don't a... get me to break into song. <laughs> back in the saddle. Oh. See, you and I have two different ideas about back in the saddle. You That's what came to mind for you. For me, it was the Aerosmith version of... Oh, back in the yeah, saddle. There you go. <laughs> hey, man, I'll tell you what. Had a great time last night. Uh, for those of you who uh, were at the San Antonio Stock Show and Rodeo, and I know a few of my friends were out there because I saw some Facebook posts, and uh, I, I took my son Dylan out to the show last night, and uh, the the phenomenal Sammy Hagar and the Circle played the show last night, second year in a row that they've been there. And... Uh, this year we did it a little differently. We did the, the the star experience is what they call it, where you go down onto the the rodeo arena floor and you you get some kind of ringside seats. It I highly recommend, highly recommend if you're if you're a fan of whomever you're going out to see. Um, it included dinner. It included um, um, uh, getting to go down and sit in three rows right in front of the stage, and it was first come first serve. So Dylan and I. We're kind of up toward the front. We sat front center. And, I mean, you talk about having a fantastic ringside seat to a great concert. Uh, any concert out there would be fantastic. I happen to be a big Sammy Hagar fan, as you guys know. Well, with it being Sammy Hagar and the, his current band, wouldn't it be a circle side seat? It, it was. <laughs> and and in, all, in all, all aspects of it, because it's a rotating stage. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, there you go. It, it was kind of a circle side Ring, circle, same thing, right? Rings, yeah. right? Uh, but uh, it was a blast, man. And, uh, and, and in line, I uh, had no less than, than a half a dozen people come by, say hi, recognized uh, Window World. Uh, a couple of great customers came by and said, thank you for, for you know, really improving the energy efficiency in my home. Had several radio listeners that uh, that that uh, came up and said hi. It was it was a really good night. Cool. It was a really cool, good cool, night, cool. and uh, just had such a good time. The the music was fantastic. The production was great. The sound was great, and just had had a blast. Memories made, man. And uh, and Sammy, what I think what I love most about Sammy now is is he's he's gotten on this. Uh, he's he's gone through phases in his career. And by the way, this is the KTSA Home Improvement Show. And, uh, and, and and we will talk home improvement, I swear. Phone lines are open at 210-599-5555, 210 
599-5555. That's the number to get in on the conversation this morning. We'd love to talk to you. Uh, but Sammy, uh, you know, he goes through, he's gone through s- several phases in, in his career. He's gone from, uh, you know, the Montrose phase where he was getting started and then his, his solo rock stuff. And then he did, uh, the, the Wabos, which really kind of t- turned to a beach lifestyle, uh, for Sammy. And uh, and 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 kind of embraced that, and I love that period of his of his career. But now he's kind of gotten into more of a spiritual type um, um, view in his music, and and a positivity that is phenomenal in his music. And and uh, in particular, is a song he does now called Affirmation, and and he's just talking about love and and you know practicing love and not hate, and you know and, and paying attention to what's going on around you and taking care of people and you know and caring for our our, our people and our planet I, he's just uh, he's a phenomenal talent and at seventy two I, I hope I have a fraction of that energy at seventy two it's incredible all right let's get to the phone lines uh Jack is going to get things started off for us this morning at two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five good morning Jack welcome to the KTSA home improvement show. Hey, good morning. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I asked you about uh, some door refinishing, and and you guys, you referred me to the door company in town. Uh, the front door, yeah. Yeah, uh, they don't do it, but I found another guy that is awesome, uh, uh, D-squared door refinishing. Nice. A guy named David, David Bailey came out to the house, uh, gave me an estimate, because I had the door damaged by a big box door moving some things in. And it was an all wooden door, and he came out, refinished the door, and was in and out of there in less than say, oh four to six hours. But just quality, quality work. I believe he's about the only guy in town that does that type of work. But it's uh, it's D two. You know, now that you now that you mention him, I believe that we had the same gentleman uh, refinish a door for us. In fact, he refinished the doors. On, if it's the guy I'm thinking of, he refinished the doors on our on our office for us. So maybe the same guy. Yeah, and I'm thinking it, it may be. He mentioned something that he knew you guys, uh, but just great guy, great family. His wife was over. His daughter works for him, and uh, just. Quality work, upfront, honest, and uh, so just a shout out to you guys for helping me to, to start. And then uh, I, we finally got it done. And uh, again, a shout out to D two uh, D squared doors. D squared doors, man. Thanks for the uh, for the info, Jack. And I'm glad you got it all taken care of. Glad we could help in some way. Okay. Right, and you guys are great. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Thank you, brother. We appreciate you listening this morning. Uh, get yourself a line two ten. 599-5555 as we go to Joanna. Joanna, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Yes, good morning. Uh, I had some lousy plumbers here uh, that dug into my foundation, and now one corner of my house is uh, really cracking, and I need to have a, uh, you recommend a foundation person or people. I can I can certainly do that for you, Joanna. Uh, the, the folks that we recommend are Baird Foundation Repair. Um, there's there's several good foundation companies out there, uh, but that's the one that I most readily recommend. Okay. Um, you don't happen to have their number, do you? I don't have it in front of me, uh, but just Google Baird, Baird Foundation, and it's B-A-I-R-D. 
Foundation. All right, thank you. You're sure welcome, Joanna. Thanks for calling. Appreciate that. Uh, yeah, that's 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 a shame if that is what happened. That you know that they they dug improperly or did something to yes, yes, to damage that because you you do have to you do have to be conscious of that whenever you hire a, a contractor that's going to do that extensive uh, of a, a job digging under your foundation. You you want to really really scrutinize them. Yes. Um, as you do with any um, contractor that's going to work on your most people's largest singular investment, which is their home. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. It's it, uh, Vetum Research, Research, Research. Hey, want to uh, let everybody know that this weekend uh, we are in Corpus Christi uh, at the American Bank Center uh, Convention Center, and it is the Corpus Christi Home and Garden Show going on yes, this weekend. Absolutely. Uh, Window World and and the entire team are out there. Uh, our our Window World uh, Corpus Christi Coastal Bend gang is going to be out there this morning and tomorrow. I think doors open at ten o'clock this morning. Stop by, say hi to Kellen and Chad and and uh, and Trevor and and uh, I don't know who all is going to be out there, but say hi to everybody who's out there. Yep. Right. Yep. And uh, it's it's going to be a good uh, good show. Absolutely a good show. So be sure to check that out. Uh, let's see what else. And I I think that uh, you get yourself a Window World uh, carry bag whenever you walk in. Uh, I, I believe that's yes, the case. Yes. Yeah. Uh, same thing with the, with the Home and Garden Show coming up here in San Antonio. Which, by the way, uh, we have some family four packs of tickets to the San Antonio Home and Garden Show, the twenty fortieth uh, anniversary of the San Antonio Home and Garden Show, coming up February twenty eighth through March first. Uh, family four pack, forty dollar value, and we're going to be giving away four of those during the course of the show today, and uh, and we'll. Uh, Toss out our first pair here after the first break this morning. Let's get back to the phone calls. Troy, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Hey, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. Hey, I've, I've got a quick question. I live out in Canyon Lake, and I've got a big Pella sliding glass patio door. Okay. Uh, and it's got the inside. It, long story short, it's got a screen door that slides out from it. That's part of the whole door. And the screens come apart, and I don't know who to help me fix that. I've called, did some research, got on, found the two pellet dealers, called both of them. They said all they do is install. They don't work on them. I've had one person tell me that the screen will just pop out, bring it in, get it fixed, and put it back in. But I don't feel really comfortable doing that. So my question is, you know, if anybody that would come out, and and work on that screen or repair that screen. Okay, so the screen has come loose from the frame. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, from the very just on the very top. Just on the very top. Uh, that is so yes, so easy to fix on most screen frames. Now, Pella in particular, we don't sell Pella, so I don't I don't know in particular about Pella. Uh-huh. But if it is splined like any other screen is typically splined with a little rubber piece that holds the screen in place. Uh-huh. You can actually do that yeah. yourself. Um, if, if you have a little okay. bit of skill, you take the screen frame out of the door, lay it down on a flat surface, preferably on cardboard or on a on a, uh, okay. a blanket or something where you're not going to scratch up the finish on it. Uh, you can pull sure. out the old screen, get yourself a piece of screen that's going to fit that opening, and that's going to be the hardest part for you is finding a uh, screen that's uh-huh. that large. You may have to order it online. Yeah. Uh, most box stores don't carry that well, it depends on yeah. what size it is. They might if if it's six, if it's yeah. you know four feet, three feet, you'll find yeah. it, and you can respline that yourself. Yeah. Okay. Well, it looks like it's kind of a darker colored, like a sunblock screen or uh-huh. something it's called, like that. It's called fiberglass charcoal. Um, it's a charcoal okay. screen. Uh, it's fiberglass material. 
Now, uh, where it's at the top, has it just come out of the spline, or is the screen itself actually ripped? Uh, well, no, the screen's not ripped. It's up there. And just all confession, my wife's got cats, and one of them jumped up there, and uh. I think that's what <laughs> you may not be. You may not even have to replace the material. You may be able to just pull the spline out of the spline groove. There should be a groove uh-huh. there that the little rubber spline is in. You'll pull that spline out, okay. put the screen back over the groove, and then they sell a spline tool at the big block store. It's a little roller. It runs about five bucks. It's a little roller, and okay. you use that to roll the spline right back in. The tricky part's going to be All taking right. that pella do- uh, that pella door off. What you'll mm-hmm. need to do is it's going to take two people, one on each side. You'll get okay. down low, lift straight up on the door. Take a very uh-huh. small screwdriver on and reach the screen frame. On the screen frame, lift lift straight up on okay. the screen frame. Each one of you okay. with a very small screwdriver, just put the screwdriver in at the bottom and lift the rollers up. Okay, so it's kind of like a old sliding closet door or something. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you, you go. got the exactly. right. You got the right idea. It it it's, it okay. really is a, a, one of those pretty simple do-it-yourself projects. If it's not something you think you can tackle. Um, I would still recommend taking the screen off and taking it in either to Pella or to a screen store. There's a there's a store called ABC okay. Screen on Bandera Road, and most of the big box stores will do rescreening for yeah. you if you bring them the frame. There you go. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate that. Y'all gave me a project. That's all. All right, uh, Troy. Thanks. Glad thanks to create so some work for you, my friend. <laughs> uh, great. Have a great day. Thanks, Troy. We appreciate you. Talk to Martin now at 599-5555. Now, Martin Bomba. Yep, he played that one last night. Sounded so good, so good. Hey, it's 924 on AM 550 KTSA FM 1071. It's the KTSA Home Improvement Show. I'm Martin Bamba. That's my buddy Jim Smith. And we are here to help. And we have a singular phone line open right now, but keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. At 210-599-5555 as we go to Gordon. Gordon, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Hey, what's happening, guys? How you doing? Doing fantastic. How can we help you this morning, Gordon? Yeah, yesterday I uh, drained and flushed my uh, hot water heater, and uh, the drain spigot now has got a very, very slow drip. Is there any tricks of the trade uh, I could do to fix that? Exercise it. What I mean by that is open it, close it, open it, close it a few times to see if you can get the washer to reseat. What happened is that some of the calcium some of the mineral deposit you flushed out of the tank is sitting under the washer in that drain valve now, and you just need to work it back and forth, maybe get a little bit of that out of there. Okay. Maybe blow it out with some air or something, you think? The water pressure from the water heater itself should take care of it. When I say exercise it, I mean with the water turned on to the water heater. That way there's pressure blowing through there. It's going to spit, right. it's going to sputter, but you want to open it and close it, crack it, and not all the way, just crack it and close it, crack it and close it a few times to see if you can work that mineral out from under the washer. Okay, uh, if that doesn't work, uh, are those spigots replaceable? Yes, sir, they sure are. They're threaded. They thread into the side of the tank just like a hose, a hose bib uh, on the outside of your home. But uh, when, you, when you go to pick a new one up at the 
big box store, it is called a boiler drain. It's not called a hose spigot. It's called a boiler drain because of the unique shape of it. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, keep trying it. I know I, I opened and closed that thing quite a bit yesterday. Yeah. I figure there's some crud stuck up in there. And it, it may have been that the crud etched the washer to the point that it's you're not going to be able to stop it. You may have to replace it. Okay. Hold or sticky. All right. Yep, and it's it's not a difficult not a difficult fix. Uh, you should be able to do that pretty pretty easy, Gordon. All right, buddy. Appreciate you all. Thank yeah, you, sir. sir. We appreciate you calling this morning. Let's get to who we have next here. Liz, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Hi, Liz. Hi, good morning. How are you guys doing? Outstanding. How can we help you this morning? Uh, well, I'm calling because um, I have three quick questions. The first one is uh, in the kitchen cabinet, uh, it doesn't have any handles, but one of them doesn't close. It stays open, and I was told that sometimes you can go in there and you kind of mess with a little screw that's in there with a screwdriver. Uh, depends on depends that. on what type of closers you have, Liz. Do you have uh, the European closers that are they're kind of soft and self closing, or do you have just regular hinges? I believe they're regular hinges. I don't know the difference. Okay, of uh, what you just mentioned. Well, but. there there are some cabinets, uh, the cabinet hinges that that have a little. It looks like a little bar uh, incorporated into the hinge, and whenever you open it and you close it, it's soft closing, and it kind of self closes rather than just slamming shut whenever you shut it. Uh-huh. I think it just lands shut. Okay. Okay, and it's just, it's not closing all the way on uh, for you? N- no. I mean, it, it's open. It's not open all the way, but it is stays open. It doesn't close at all. Okay, uh, when you open the cabinet door up, can you see the hinges? Uh, yeah. Okay, put your hand under the bottom edge of the cabinet door and wiggle up and down and see if one of the hinges is moving if one of the hinges is moving, then you can tighten the screws in that hinge. But typically, if it's a hinge causing it to stay open, a loose hinge, you'll see the hinge move when you wiggle the door. Uh, no, it doesn't do that. It does not do that. Then okay. you may have a bent or sprung hinge. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I would give uh, my buddy a call over at Handyman Matters. He can come by there, take a look at it, and probably fix it in about five minutes. Or call handy. Handyman matters. Or if you want to do it yourself, Liz, take off one of the hinges, take it into the hardware store, match it up, and you can replace it yourself. That's not a difficult job if it's something you feel comfortable doing. No, I'm not one of those. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm afraid to mess something else up. <laughs> well, there you go. No. <laughs> give give give, yes. give the guys over at Handyman Matters a call, and and they'll uh, they'll help you out. Okay. The other quick question is. Uh, I noticed that sometimes uh, the hot water in my laboratory, in my bathroom, it takes a while for it to come out hot. But when I take a shower, a bath, or any other area that I might want some hot water, it doesn't take as long. Well, but on the laboratory one, it does. The reason for it not taking as long on the shower or on the tub is you have a much higher volume of water pushing through the pipes and getting that hot water to you than you do in the lavatory. Um, that that's the issue. If you want to correct that issue in all of your faucets, in all of your lavatory, in your in your sink, in in, in your uh, shower, in your tub, uh, there is a water recirculating pump that you can install on the water heater itself 
Uh, they cost uh, just less than $200 uh, to buy. Now, if you get one installed by a plumbing company, it's going to run about $500 installed, and you will have almost mm-hmm. instant hot water when you turn the faucet on. Okay, because I moved into this home, and it was uh, not new, and I don't know how long that heater's been there, but, I mean, the fact that other areas the water comes out hot makes me think that the heater is okay still. Uh, if it, yeah, if yes, it's coming absolutely. out hot at the tub or at, at the shower, of course the water heater is working properly. Uh, you just don't have the volume of water pushing through that, that faucet at the laboratory getting the water there as quickly as you do at the other two sources. So that's that's the difference in the two. Also, I need a water circulator. If, if you want that instant hot water or, or virtually instant hot water all the time, yes. Okay. 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 And the last question is, uh, my smoke detector sounded off, and I turned it off, and I just realized by reading the instructions that I should have checked it once a week, but I, I didn't. And then I tried to put new batteries on it to see if that was the case. And it still kind of goes off, and it's red. It doesn't turn green. So is it for me uh, time to buy a new one? How long? How how old is it? How old is it? It's about almost five years. Oh yes, ma'am. Will be five years. Yes, ma'am. Buy a new one. Even though it says ten years. Yeah, buy a new one. Uh, If you haven't tested tested it regularly, and cleaned it, you know, with a vacuum cleaner regularly. Then yeah, it's it's so full of dust you'll never stop it from going off. Oh okay yeah, and I was afraid. I said, "Golly, what if I have something that not smoke detector?" I'm sorry, it's um, it wasn't a smoke detector. It was uh, the other one, carbon uh, monoxide detector. Carbon monoxide. Yes, yeah. ma'am. It was a they're, carbon they're not monoxide. that exp- they're not that expensive. Don't chance it. Replace it. Okay. Okay. Thank All you right. very well, much, you Liz. So much. We appreciate Please. you calling this morning. Welcome back, everybody. It's the KTSA Home Improvement Show on AM 550 KTSA FM 1071. It's 9.37. Phone lines are open at 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. That's the number to get in on the conversation. We've got a couple of phone lines open right now for you. We do have tickets for the San Antonio Home and Garden Show coming up February 28th through March 1st at the Alamo Dome to toss out today uh, at random. You might be the recipient of said family four-pack of tickets for the Home and Garden Show coming up at the end of this month here in San Antonio at the Alamo Dome. Let's get back to the phone lines as we go to Sophie. Sophie, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I have an electrical question. Okay. I have, um, I call an electrician to replace three uh, ceiling kitchen lights, you know, those long tube fluorescent lights? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so three of them were out, and so he came and replaced them. Um, after he left, I picked up the box. Well, he left one of the boxes, and, and so I was putting it away and uh, reading the instructions paper, and it said... Um, um, you know, instructions for uh, for installing the electric fluorescent ball sets. B A L L ballast ballast ballast. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Which I think there were some black boxes. I the ball the ballasts are the are the 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 pieces that make the lights work. <laughs> right. <laughs> Essentially, they go in and then the light goes 
covers it up. Yes. Yes, ma'am. What's okay. what's your question? Okay, and so I'm reading the instructions, and it says, uh, please read, um, do not install this ball set in a residential environment, only for commercial use. And I keep reading, and again, in bold letters, for commercial use only, not for residential consumer use. Hmm. So I called the electrician, and he just gave me a story. No, no, it's okay. Uh, I really, there was no real explanation as to why this was okay. Uh, to me, this is a residential area. Do you, um, well, uh, Jim, do you know why you couldn't install this in a residential application? Um, they have different energy usage um, requirements for commercial versus residential. Okay. So I think it's an energy usage deal. I would call another electrical company out there, get a, get a hold of another electrician. It's going to cost you more money. I, this, I don't know that it's a safety concern. I don't think it's a safety concern, but it is an energy efficiency concern. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went to Home Depot, and they do sell two different types. He said these are for commercial, these are for residential. Did they explain why there was a difference between the two? Uh, not at Home Depot. The person there was not knowledgeable. Okay, well, th- this is what I want you to do, okay? I want you to call Mr. Electric. Mm-hmm. And 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 get a get an opinion from them on what's going on there and whether you need to change those out or not. Their number is 210-248-2026. 248-2026. Um I I thought well I just called the same electrician because I didn't want to pay again. Yeah, and and uh, and I don't want you to I don't want you to have to pay again, but it sounds like you've already asked him and and he didn't give you a satisfactory explanation. Right, right. He did not. Um, but I thought it's their, you know, work, and he was supposed to be a master electrician. Uh, uh, it's his work, and he. I mean, I think he should take the trouble to replace them if that's not what he should have done. I, you know, if it hadn't been for this paper and this box he left behind, I wouldn't. Uh, I did ask him. I said, "Well, is this thing going to catch fire or what?" Uh, well, this, this is what I think. I think Sophie, you can call uh, call our friends over at Mister Electric, and and they may even be able to tell you over the phone what the difference is between the commercial application only and the residential, and they may have a good reason for you to not have those in your house, or, or maybe they'll tell you eh, it's not that big a deal. I don't know, but call them, please. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, certainly. Thank you, sir. Okay, thanks, Sophie. Appreciate you calling this morning. Uh, let's see, who else has been hanging on the longest here? Don. Don, good morning. We do have a phone line open. Somebody grab a phone line if you need one, 210-599-5555. Good morning, Don. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Martin. This is Don down in Divine. Well, how you doing, Don? Oh, great. I've got a question for you. It's on finishing wood, new process wood. I built I built custom rocking chairs and stuff like that, and this is pine wood. I have a customer that wants me to burn his rocking chairs with a torch. We used to do an ag class. But he wants it to be a nice, smooth finish. Does that mean take it down there, let him burn it, and bring it back and resand it? That is exactly what it means. You want to burn it, you want to sand it, and then put a nice... If he does not want a polyurethane on there, then he's never going to bring out the burned wood grain. If he wants just a wood finish, it's always going to seem a little cloudy because the only way to make it smooth is to sand it 
after it's burned. And when you sand it after it's burned, the only way to bring the burn back out is with polyurethane. Yeah, because, you know, I take up to 12 hours working a chair over, building it from stock lumber all the way up into a nice custom rocking chair. And sure. then he's what to burn the stupid thing. <laughs> well, the, the the burning of it is just, it's a look, you know, and, and, and some people like that look. It's it's unique. Uh, it's interesting. Um, it's It's not my style it's not what i care for but but some people love that and there's nothing wrong with it it's just it is going to take a little more work on your part and and if you're building it from scratch and you're you're custom building it like you do just factor that into your cost i mean if if you know you get the more custom you get we all know the the bigger the price tag gets yeah my next question is he put yellow pine all the way around his windows at his house and he's got masonite siding and he has the intentions on taking that same torch and doing his window frames uh on the house on the house absolutely not tell if he does that be sure that you hand him the number to the to the divine volunteer fire department before he does it yeah and he was talking about calling you get windows put in i'm like well, what's the sense of putting wood around the thing if you're going to burn the house down? <laughs> exactly. If he's going to have us come put windows in, this would be my suggestion to him. Let us come put the windows in. We'll take the trim off for him. He can burn the trim and then put the trim back up. That would be the proper way to do it. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. But when he says he starts talking about he just spent all the money putting a sliding glass door and he put this yellow, this yellow pine on it with big knots in the middle of it, and he's going to... He's going to take a torch and, and burn that trim, and I was like, oh, that's... that's Did he put a cool. vinyl patio door in? He, he bought it from Home Depot. If it's a vinyl, he, if it's a vinyl you, uh, construction door, he's going to melt his door with that torch. He, he is. He, he's, going to take a, he's going to take a chance on, uh, at the very least, doing some real damage, at the very worst, burning his house down. So please encourage him not to do that. Yeah, he lives far enough away from me. I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. I, I I know you care more about him than that, Don. Encourage yeah, him heavily not to do that. All right. Y'all have a great day. Thanks, Bud. I appreciate you calling this morning. And uh let's see here. We've got uh Israel and Robert and Steve hanging on. We've got one phone line available at 210-599-5555. We're going to get right back to that in just a moment. But right now, I want to tell you about some gorgeous hardwood flooring that you can get at unbelievable prices at River City Flooring. They carry the most popular colors and the industry's best warranties on hardwood flooring that you're going to find anywhere. Uh, They keep their prices low because they order directly from the manufacturer. They stock these products right there in their warehouse, and they cut out the middleman. No one comes close to their prices, and I mean no one. Uh, You don't pay a dime for those floors until your job's 100% complete, and you're happy. Uh, they keep this, their selection limited, but still, uh, it, it's a wide variety of, of options that they have from all different kinds, from, from walnut acacia to birch to hickory to oak. You name it, they've got it, and I guarantee you they're going to have something that you're going to fall in love with at River City Flooring. If you want to add to the warmth, the beauty, the elegance of your home, no better place to do it than River City Flooring. Call them at 210-593-3358. That's 210 210- Five nine three thirty three fifty eight. Go by and check out their beautiful, beautiful showroom on Stall Road, right near Wetmore, or check them out online at RCF. It all comes together. 
Welcome back, everybody. It's the KTSA Home Improvement Show, 950 on AM 550, KTSA FM 1071. Phone lines are full, but do not despair. Keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. We'd love to talk to you this morning on the KTSA Home Improvement Show at 210-599-5555. Let's go to Israel. Israel, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yeah, I had a couple of questions for you. Uh, the first one is the entrance of my home. I've got uh, some pillars that kind of support the uh, overhang to the entrance. Okay. It's not a very big overhang, but the base of them are uh, brick, like the part of the house, same, same brick. Yes, sir. And uh, I've noticed on one there's some cracking along the mortar. When you say crack, when you say cracking, is it is it uh, is it wide enough to stick a dime into, or is it smaller than that? Uh, well, it's L, one, It's only on one side, and it's an L shape. So there's three pillars going up from that L shape. On the outside, it's smaller than that. But on the inside, I'm willing to bet that I could stick a dime in it. Yeah. Okay. If if it's big, now, if it's go ahead, Jim. You said it's an L shape. You got one on the inside, one on the outside. Do they coincide inside? Uh, it, it, do they follow each other? The inside and outside cracks. Uh, you know what? Uh, I'm looking at it right now. Yes, for the most part, yes. Then you definitely got uh, the uh, the corner of the porch or a corner settling. of settling is settling. Um, if it follows on both sides, that means both sides are moving. Um. With it being right on the corner, um, I mean, how wide is that pillar? The pillar, it's probably, I don't know, 18 inches. And how far in from the edge of the pillar are the cracks? Um, not sure if I understand the question, but I'm going to say about six inches. I don't think you still got a foot of good, solid footing sitting on that concrete. You still got 12 inches of good, solid footing. If it's just that pillar and you're not seeing cracking anywhere else on the home, get you a little bit of mortar mix from Home Depot tuck, tuck and tuck and, and point, point it. that thing, fill those cracks in, and move on. Yeah. Okay, and that's, that was actually my question. If there was, I wasn't sure if there was some kind of, you know, like a Gorilla Glue caulking cement. You don't want to use that. Do. You want to use mortar patch. The biggest mortar patch. Pro- right. The biggest problem is going to be matching the color. You just have to make be yeah. very be very cautious of the color. Yeah, you want to match the color, uh, and, and the way that I would recommend doing it is mix it up to kind of a soupy, a thick, soupy consistency. Get a, uh, um, you, you can also use the caulk. Uh, no, 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 it's a, it's a mortar well, that comes in a tube. Well, yeah, yeah, it's the mortar patch in a tube. Yeah. It's not caulk, but it's like caulk. It comes right. in a tube like caulk. Uh, you can use that, um, and then once you get it in place, uh, take a cellulose sponge that's damp, rub it down to smooth it out, and you're going to be beautiful. It's going to look great. Okay. All right, and then uh, next question is um, <clears throat> hiring a painter for the outside. Uh, is part of that procedure, and I guess you get what you pay for, would it also be like caulking, redoing some caulking? If you hire do they a, do that? Yes, sir. If you hire a painter, they should, they should caulk, uh, touch up. Anything that needs to be caulked or, or touched up, they should do before they paint. Uh, are you talking about for siding, or what are you talking about? Yeah, I've got the hardy board siding, but then the, the the trim is all regular wood. Okay. And I see some of that splitting away. 
uh, we we offer an option that will eliminate painting for for good. If it's something that you would want to consider, we'd love to talk to you about that at Window World. Um, we don't paint. Our our whole business is geared towards as maintenance free as possible, and we have a product uh, that, that that's called uh, Charter Oak that would go over that completely eliminate your your maintenance of that if that's something you'd like to consider and for the price of about a paint job and a half you can be maintenance free for as long as you live there okay and what did you call that it, it's it's uh it's a soffit and fascia product that we have that's called charter oak and uh the number at window world is 210-767-0995 and just tell them you want to get a you want to get a quote on soffit okay and the last question is simple uh, I heard you mention earlier about some uh, giveaway tickets to the to the show. Yes, sir. How do I get in? How do I get in on that? Well, you just said the the magic words. You asked. Okay. <laughs> and and I and you're the online. and I, since I didn't it, see it under contest. And I since you're the first the Alamo water softener. <laughs> But I didn't see this one. Well, since well, it's it's we're giving them away on the show and only on the show. And since you were the first person that actually asked, you got yourself a family four pack of tickets, Israel. I'm going to put you on hold. I'm going to let Chris talk to you, and he's going to get some more information. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Let's get to uh, who is up next. Robert. Robert. Good morning. Welcome to the KTSa Home Improvement Show. Good morning, guys. You, you sound like you're you sound like you're in a well, Robert. Are you on a speakerphone right now? No, I've got some new uh, new uh, hearing aids, and it's supposed to work through the phone. Can you hear me? Uh, if if you could get right to the phone, that would be much better because you sound like you're in a whole nother state. Is that any better? Mm, unfortunately, not. If you can talk into this phone itself, that would be much preferable. If you can, Robert. All right. Is that that is better? That's yes, sir. perfect. Okay. So. Uh, you were talking earlier about uh, recirculating water heater. Yes, sir. Uh, recirculating water pump. Um, a water pump. Yes, sir. Yeah. So I assume the way that that would work is somewhere there has to uh, be a, a tie-in between the hot and cold water line, and it just keeps pushing water back through the cold water line. Is it, that right? It, it, it is something like that. It's actually installed directly on top of the water heater where your supply comes in and your hot water goes out. You tie it in right there. You plug it in, and you can either leave it running all the time, which is not what I recommend. You definitely want to get one with a timer. And during your peak hours of usage, you set your timer to come on, and, it, and then at the other end of the house uh, where your furthest – your furthest water faucet is your furthest lavatory you tie in a little loop underneath that sink and it pushes that water constantly during that peak time so you have right it's it's virtually on-demand hot water i can tell you in my house i turn the water on in my faucet which is a long way from the hot hot, uh, from the water heater and within five six seconds i have pretty hot water it's it it is not a two-pipe return system on the circulation it's a single pipe stirring system. It basically stirs the water in the single pipe back and forth. Well, I, I figured from the cost, of, uh, the, the price uh, information you gave, it had to be exactly as you describe it. So it's basically keeping the water making a loop, but it's utilizing the cold water line to complete the loop. No, sir. No. No, sir. It, uh, yeah, you're putting, and, and Martin's calling it a loop, and that's, and that's a, a, exactly what it's called, but you're putting a loop at the end so that you're not deadheading the pressure in that that same line against it the pump will pulse 
pressure in and pressure out of the same line to basically stir the water in that hot in the single hot water line. Okay, so you're not going. The, the point is, you're not going to have hot water in your cold. No, sir. You're not, you're, not run, you're not running a two pipe loop system. No, sir. Okay, great. Well, look, I, it, it worked magic for your prior caller. You got any more of those tickets? Uh, you know what, Robert? You again said the magic word. There's another family four-pack for you. Let me put you on hold. Chris is going to get your information. And unfortunately, we're up against the time wall, people. We've got to uh, take a break. We will come back. And when we do, we're going to talk to Stan and Steve and you at 210-599-5555. When we come back on the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Can I get a what, what? What, what? Whoop, whoop. <laughs> 1006 on AM 550 KTSA FM 107.1. I don't even know why I said that. I, 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 no I, idea. I would think you were having flashbacks uh, to the old Arsenio Hall TV show, the uh, whoop, 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 whoop. whoop. <laughs> no, it's, 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 uh, Crystal understands it's a gathering of the juggalos. Whoop, whoop. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What do, they, what do the kids say today? Yeet? Yeah, I don't know what that is. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even have any idea what that is. Uh, welcome back to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. I'm Martin Bomba. That's Jim Smith. And we are here to help. And uh, phone lines are packed, man. Get yourself one if you can. Whenever one drops off, keep trying. 210-599-5555. Uh, we will be getting right back to those. Steve, you are coming up first, and then Stan and and then we'll get on through the list, okay? But uh, real quick, uh, during the break, we did a little research, found out about the, the ballast difference between commercial and residential and why some say for commercial use only. Uh, it is not a safety or a health concern. It has to do with RF frequencies and the interference that it, that it plays in, uh, in your radio signals inside your house. So if you have a commercial only, it may produce more RF and give you more problems with your with your radio signal inside your house that's the biggest difference between the two that's yeah that's that's what it seemed like so that that tells me right now i'm gonna go buy all commercial ballasts and put them into my house so maybe it'll affect the kids (laughs) networking and they won't be on the darn smart devices yeah you would hope so that'd be the one thing it wouldn't affect though you know that hey and, and 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 i also need to to mention the one thing we didn't say is if you can change away from the fluorescent lighting and go to led lighting I mean, really and truly, it'll save you money. It's better better lighting, in my opinion, saves you money, and virtually never have to replace it. I mean, it lasts for so long. Yep. So uh, if you can, that's what I would recommend doing. All right, let's get back to those phone lines. we got Steve coming up next on the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning, Steve. Uh, good morning, guys. Uh, my question is back to that Watts uh, water pump. Yes, sir. Uh I'm going to make one connection under my lavatory sink, which is the furthest point away uh, from the uh, water heater. Yes, sir. But how's that going to affect the shower right next to it? Uh, It's got uh, the lines coming through the outside wall of the house. Is it coming from the same water heater? Yes. Uh, You're you're going to get uh, accelerated hot water in the shower, too. Okay. 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 Yep, you sure are. I was just wondering whether that shower had a home run from the water heater to the shower that wouldn't be affected by the hookup under the lavatory. That's doubtful. Uh, doubtful. It's uh, possible, but doubtful. Okay. 
All right, guys, I'm going to give it a whirl. All right, let us know how it works out, Steve, because I, I can tell you I'll do that. what my personal experience is. I love it, and but I'd love to get your opinion, too, okay? Oh, yeah, we we got, a, a would say, a 20-minute wait before we get hot water to oh, the shower. Think about how much water you're wasting in that 20 minutes. That's the part that kills me. It, it's, it, it is inconvenient, but how wasteful of the water, you know? Right. Well, I'm glad I was listening that morning and, and got the tip from you guys. Thanks a lot. Well, we appreciate you listening, Steve. Thank you very much, and have a great weekend. Let's go to Stan. Stan, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Morning, Martin. Good morning. Y'all kind of nailed it on the RF ballast issue. It is an interference problem. Yes. Big box stores have been taken to the cleaners by the FCC and paid a lot of money. Most of their employees have no clue about the difference between commercial and residential. I don't want to speak ill of 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 the big box stores employees, but let's be honest. Most of them have no clue about walking and chewing bubble gum. <laughs> True, but they, they, they've they've uh, if you go in a big box, you're going to find they only sell residential ballast because they have gotten sued and lost so much money off the deal. Now, of course, any of our listeners that are listening, if you work in a big box <laughs> store, we're not talking about you. Yeah, you're the exception to that rule. Yes. Yeah, they, they, it's it's gotten very expensive, and it interferes with KTSA on those bad ballasts. It certainly does. Yeah, and some of the amateur radio and public service stuff gets interfered with it when they put the wrong ballast in. So the lady has a claim to go back to the electrician to make him come change out those ballasts for free to the proper residential ballast. Yes, she does, and and for him to just simply explain, well, it, it, it's it's okay, it doesn't matter. Sorry, that's not an explanation. That yeah, would be like. That would be like me taking my car to a mechanic and he put in non-suppressor spark plug wires and my radio screams at me every time I start the engine and then him saying, oh, I'm not going to fix it. Or, or saying, oh, that's nothing to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's that's where they the, he fell down on the job. Just, you know, y'all did the research. I was going to let you know, but y'all, y'all found it during the break. So that was... You know, we, we've all done a good piece on this one for the people. Well, yes, sir. And, and I appreciate you chiming in on it this morning, Stan. Thank you very much. Have a great one. You as well. Have a fantastic weekend. Let's, uh, let's get to Steve. Steve's been hanging on. Good morning, Steve. Welcome to the show. Good morning, fellas. Good morning. My question is the apron, the concrete apron behind the garage, it's about 15 years old. And the cedar one by fours uh, that they put in between the, the joints is all right of the way. Well, big pieces of it are right of the way. And there is rebar. Go- I was I was there when they poured it, and there's rebar going through the wood. So it's not like I can just pull the wood out real easy and hammer new wood down. And yep. I was thinking there might be two solutions to it. Of course, i got to dig out what's there. But uh, I was thinking either a backer rod and some type of high-grade blowable caulk to seal it so that I don't, so when it rains, it doesn't undermine it underneath. And, and the other thing I was thinking about is, you know that polymer sand that you put in between bricks to lock everything together? I just wanting your opinion on that. They actually, there's actually a product out there. Now, of course, you'll have to dig that old wood out. You'll have to break it and, and get the old wood out. But there's actually a product that comes in a roll. 
Uh, you can order it in different widths. Um, you stretch it across the driveway, across the crack, cut it to the width, the, uh, the length you need. Order the width you need. You know, if your gap is a three-quarter or if it's a five-eighths, just order it to the width you need. And it's made of rubber. And it's made of rubber, and you just tuck it right back down into that crack, and it tucks in, and, and, and your, your problem is solved. Hmm. And it looks a lot better, too, to be real honest. It looks good. It does. So uh, do you know the name or the brand name of that stuff? Yes. it's. Uh, <laughs> we've been asked this I do because this we every, both used it. I do this every time. I have it at my house. I've used it, but it's been several years since I put it in. I'll find the answer and keep listening, and I'll get that for you. I appreciate it. Thanks, I've got one more quick question. Sure. Uh, you, you know, y'all were advertising or their sponsor, the Freeze Miser? Yes. That, that's uh, one of Bob's the, sponsors, yes. Okay, so I made the mistake of putting in frost-proof uh, fixtures on the outside of my house, and I, every damn one of them's leaking. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yep. And they can't be fixed. And so the solution is to put in serviceable stuff that can be worked on. Uh, and uh, the I guess put a freeze miser on there. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. That's the freeze. The freeze miser is kind of a retro fit version of what you did, except you're not going to have the same problem. Um, right, right, right. The freeze miser you put back on your standard hose bibs, your standard fixtures, and then the freeze miser attaches right to those and gives you the same thing, or actually better protection than your your frost free um, fixtures gave you. Well, uh, well. Maybe it won't leak all the time. That's what we're hoping. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, just from br- just really- just from browsing through the warranty, it appeared to me that if it does leak, they're going to send you another one. Correct. Okay, brothers, I appreciate it. All right, That's thanks a lot, Steve. Appreciate you being part of the show this morning. Welcome back, everybody. So. That last intro there almost sounded like Alfred Hitchcock was doing it. The voice was much deeper and everything. It was, now, Martin Baba. <laughs> I don't know what happened. It's uh, 1020, coming up on 1021 on AM 550 KTSA FM 1071. Got a nice little email uh, here. That's to, why we're giggling, folks. Yeah, we are. We got, we got a nice little email here a few uh, few seconds ago that came through. Uh, Jeanette writes, I listen, Mr. Bomba, I listen to your show, and, and it's Martin, by the way. It's not Mr. Bomba, it was my dad, Mr. Bomba. But I listen to your show every Saturday, and I threaten my husband that I have to be ready to make home improvements. She says they laugh a lot as her mechanical ability doesn't go beyond pantyhose. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the info and the tips that I hear, and you can quote me on this if you like. Well, I just did, Jeanette, and thanks for listening. You gave us a chuckle this morning, and I appreciate that. And, and hey, if 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 your mechanical ability ability only goes to, to pantyhose and no further, that's what we're here for. That's we're here right. to help, right? So, uh, Martin, Jim, right here. We're ready to go. Let's get back to the phone lines. Uh, man, uh, Tommy, you're coming right up. Troy and Ray. But, Mary, you're up next on the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Hi there, Mary. Good morning. Okay, Mary, I'm going to put you on hold for just a second. What I need you to do is I need you to uh, take take your radio and turn it down and get on the phone because otherwise we're going to have a really hard time communicating. Let's get to Tommy. Tommy, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. How y- how y'all doing this morning? Fantastic. Tommy, how are you doing this morning? Well, i got a hot water heater problem, but uh, first I want to tell you, y'all, y'all had came out and put some gutters on my house, and y'all did a wonderful job. Thank you very much, Tommy. Glad we could help. I've got an issue. I put in a softener, and they said, you know, 
maybe it'll clear up this calcium deposit stuff and it will quit all this knocking stuff. Well, it did, but I think there must be some big hunks in it. I'll drain and drain and drain it, and I'm just wondering if there's anything you can drain it and then put something in there that will dissolve that calcium. In the water heater itself? Yes, in the hot water heater. Well, like, 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 like 20 bottles of CLR should do it, right? Absolutely not. There's nothing you can put in there. <laughs> Are you disagreeing t- with me? I am. <laughs> okay, all right. There is nothing you can put that in there that's going to dissolve that. that is going to dissolve the calcium that is not going to be harmful to potable water. Dang. The only way you can get around that now you is it electric or gas? It's gas. And I was thinking about my wife once one of the you know, those uh on demand yep. gas. And, and we had one before and it's great. I just didn't want to change a hot water heater out because it's not that old. But what you might do what you might do is go ahead and drain it as if you're gonna clean it out. Take the drain cock off of the bottom of the 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 water heater. You know, unscrew the boiler drain. Mm-hmm. Take your little piece of rebar or a little piece of rod and just continually work it in and out of the bottom of the tank. There's no there's no um, there's no elements or anything in there that you're going to hit with it. And uh, just you know, break that stuff up and then flush it out with some water. And then okay. uh, put the rod back in and break it up some more. <laughs> okay. Well, I was thinking about putting, just draining out, putting muriatic acid in it like you put in a swimming pool. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't do that. No, no, no. no. Please don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Or the CLR. That, well, that, was just yeah. a, that was just a joke. Don't do the CLR. And, and please know that we're not laughing at you. It is the, I'm just so glad that we are not on FaceTime with this show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what happened? It blew up. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, Jim and Jim and I both agreed. If we stop having fun doing this, we're not going to do it anymore. I don't. I don't see that happening anytime soon. No. Okay. Well, it looks like a new hot water heater. In my there head. you go, man. Get one of those on demand. Those are nice. All right. Well, y'all have a good day. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you being a part of the show. Let's try Mary one more time. See if uh, see if she's good now. Mary, good morning. Welcome to the show. Sorry, Martin. How are you doing, Martin? Hey. Jim. Oh, Happy fantastic. Saturday. Happy, Happy Saturday, Saturday to you. Thank you. So I was calling because my my shower, when I pull out that little lever to, to let the water come up from the spray, it comes just half spray at the bottom and half at the bottom. Half at the bottom and half at the top, I'm sorry. And um, I want to know how to be able to get rid of it. I know what it is. It's, you know, calcium deposits and stuff like that underneath it. But how do I clean it without having to remove it? You take and get you a uh, a, a plastic baggie like a Ziploc bag okay. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you put okay. it over the shower head and get right. you a good, strong rubber band. Okay. Then you fill that plastic baggie up with uh, CLR um, to where it's above okay. the level of the shower head itself, you know, like where the shower head is submerged in it in the baggie. You probably want mm-hmm. to put the CLR in the baggie before you put it on, put the rubber band on. Well, before you put the rubber band on, yes. But then uh, put the baggie, once you get the CLR in there, where when you put it up over it, it's going to be around the shower head. Put your rubber band mm-hmm. on there. Let it sit about uh, 20 to 30 minutes. Take mm-hmm. it off. Turn on the shower and let it run for 5 to 10 minutes to rinse completely. And that should mm-hmm. eat the calcium out of the, the shower head. Okay, one more time. Where does the CLR go? It's CLR. It comes in a little a little uh, bottle that's no, a little... Where do I put that in? You put oh, that oh. into the baggie. You pour it into the baggie. Into and, the baggie. And you okay. put enough of it in the baggie that when you pull the baggie up over the shower head, that mm-hmm. there's enough CLR that it's all the way around the bottom of the shower head. Okay. 
and, and we're talking about um, where the faucet is at the bottom, not the shower head that's straight, right? No, no. You said because that you wanted. You said that the no, pump no, no, was I, in the no, shower head. No, no. She's. Are, are no, you well, saying when, that it I, that it sprays some out of the shower head and the, some out yeah, of the faucet? The lever up. The, sh- the the faucet is still. Now, yeah. Now I get what you're saying. That is not calcium. That is not calcium. What that is there. is the seat for the diverter spout. It's called a diverter spout. That's on the bottom. The seat uh-huh. in there to seat the diverter is has gone bad on you. Oh. So, so you need a new diverter head. You need a new diverter spout. Right, but that can be replaced with relative ease, yeah. Yes. Okay, so just by removing that part right there. Yeah, the, but you got okay. it, it's the whole spout. You buy the whole new diverter spout. It's called a diverter spout. Right. And you'll remove okay. that whole spout. It screws off, mm-hmm. screws back on. Right. Uh, just make sure you use some Teflon tape when you put it back on. I will do that. And thank you so much for y'all's help. Well, you're sure welcome. Thanks, Mary. Thanks so for I being a part of the show. I went through the whole CLR explanation because I misunderstood. See, I, I know. I, I was I was letting you do it because you you, you were deep. You, just you were that. deep into it. Yeah. You were deep yeah. in. I was just yeah. letting you go, letting you run with it. But if it was the 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 shower head, unless you can't take it off, it, it's so easy. It's so much easier just to take it off and set so it get, set, set it in a little uh, plastic bucket in, of water, in sink yeah. or in a plastic cup, and pour some CLR in there and let it soak. Yep, and it does the trick. I guarantee you. Uh, phone lines are open at two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let's get to Troy. Troy, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning. How are you, gentlemen? Fantastic, Troy. How can we help you this morning? Well, I recently purchased a home, and one of the things I had to get done was leveling. And when I was having it leveled, they're coming back and tweaking it and all that kind of stuff. Found out the drain underneath the sink in the underneath the house, all the plumbing was pretty much uh, messed up. They replaced it. Now, when I'm washing my clothes in my laundry room, I get gurgling um, coming in the back, into the kitchen sink. What would that be? Uh, that would be improper venting, it sounds like, on the washing machine drain. It sounds like they didn't get a good vent on the washing machine drain. Okay. You only get that gurgling. So, you only get that gurgling when uh, from the, when the washer is draining. You don't get it from showers. If a shower is draining, or if you flush the toilet, you don't hear that gurgling anywhere else in the house. No. It sounds like That's when they rerouted the when they rerouted the washer drain, or when they when they replaced the washer portion of the drain, they tied into the drain right. line without tying it into an air vent. Okay. All right. Um, because they're coming back out to tweak again, so I'll make sure I tell them about that. Yeah, just ask them about Just tell them to make sure that the washing machine drain is vented. Okay, I'll do that. And the last question I got, what about uh, my bathroom sink when you turn the water on? After a few seconds, you can hear it like burping or hiccuping in the pipeline. In the in the 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 supply water line or the drain line, the water line. That could be I mean, uh, uh, that could be uh, air trapped in the line. Now, did they replace any supply water lines, or did they only do the uh, did they only do the drain reroute? They only did the four inch drain. That the four inch drain goes from the sink and to the water 
uh, washer and dryer, I mean the washer, same time. So they so didn't do anything with your supply water? No, no. Okay, well, it sounds like you may have air trapped in there. Um, the best way to get that out, uh, now, I, I don't know what the, the, the noise, you're, exact noise you're hearing is. There's two things that cause that, that noise. It's either air trapped or it's a loose washer. Um, typically, it's air trapped. Um, if that's the case, then what you would do is um, go to the farthest faucet from the incoming water supply in the house. Okay? Okay. Go to the farthest faucet. Um, open that faucet. Go back, opening all of the faucets all the way back to the closest one to the um, the closest one to the incoming water supply. Opening all the faucets and leaving them open, and then go in the reverse order of closing the faucets. And if you've got trapped air, that should push the trapped air out of the uh, out of the wa- the water lines. So you go from the the furthest from the water supply to the closest, and then reverse order. Yes, sir. And then reverse order, and that should push any air that's trapped in the lines out. Okay. Well, gentlemen, I appreciate y'all. Have a great weekend. Thank you, sir. We appreciate you calling in this morning. Come on, baby. Welcome back, everybody. It's the KTSA Home Improvement Show on AM 550 KTSA. FM 1037. Phone lines are full right now, but uh, keep trying. Would love to talk to you this morning, answer your home improvement questions. Uh, we still do have two more family four-pack uh, tickets for the San Antonio Home and Garden Show coming up on February 28th through March 1st at the Alamo Dome. Might be yours uh, for calling in today. Let's get to, let's see, who's been hanging on the longest? Ray, Ray, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Hey, I just want to give you some quick feedback. Uh, I called in a couple of weeks ago regarding the stinky septic system I had. Yes, I recall that. (laughs) Well, I just wanted to let you know... uh, Putting in that red X really cleared it up. It took a couple of days, and but it's uh, it's working fantastic. And I've lost my title of being the stinky neighbor. So I really, <laughs> really, really appreciate. It. Of all the things you can win, that's probably low on the list of what you want to win, right? <laughs> exactly. Well, Have awesome, a great day, gentlemen. Thanks, I Ray. I appreciate all you do. Thank you so much for that feedback, man. We always like to hear a success story. Thank you for that, uh, Tyler. Good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Hey, um, I just wanted to share a quick tip with you guys. Uh, You're talking about that CLR in a bag uh, for shower heads, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, um, something I've used that's easier for me that works really well is just regular vinegar. Uh, HUB has uh, 7% and a 9%. I go for the 9%, leave it overnight, come back the next morning, it's completely dissolved. Yeah, it works. Yeah, okay. vinegar does work. You're right. It's not quite as, as uh, quick as CLR, but it's also not nearly as caustic. Yeah, and, uh, you know, with the rest of it, I just like to use it to clean windows in the kitchen. It's great for that stuff. Um, There is no better clean. People ask us all the time, as you can imagine, being a window company, all the time, what what can I clean my windows with? What can I clean my windows with? Vinegar and water. There is nothing better than vinegar and water, honestly. Oh, yeah. uh, Use it on the mirrors for your car. They'll look brand new. Yep, absolutely. Um, I did have a question. I've got a drain in the kitchen that's draining very slowly. I've checked the trap. It's completely clear. Where should I go from there? Uh, uh, on This is in the kitchen? Yeah. 
Okay, um, right there under the trap or where the wa- where the water goes into the wall. Below that, the drain goes into the wall. Below that, do you see a little plug, a little clean-out plug or anything like that? Oh, I'm not at home, so I couldn't tell you, but... Um, My bet is there, the there's either at. a clean-out yeah. under the kitchen sink or if your kitchen sink is on the exterior wall of a home, you may walk outside and find that clean-out on the exterior wall. Okay. If it is, well, unthread that, unscrew that, get you a drain snake and run a drain snake down through there, and that should take care of it. If the kitchen sink is the only one that is slow in the house, you've got yeah. a problem in the kitchen sink drain. It's just past the trap. All right. Well, that's what I'll hit up next. Thank you, guys. You You're bet. welcome, Tyler. Thanks for calling in this morning. Let's get to Josh. Josh, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning. Hey, I had a question. Um, I never know what kind of water softener to get because they have different advertising, even on KTSA. Sure. Uh, you have ones that um, – do, do some use electricity? Uh, most – Some use salt and do, some don't? Almost all there, – there is a particular water softener that does not use electricity, but almost all water softeners do use electricity. Salt is the predominantly used water softening agent – although you can also use potassium. Potassium is about double the cost of salt, uh, but almost all water softening systems use, use electric of some kind. And what about, do all use salt? Uh, most use salt. Most use salt, not all. And, and what are the advantages of using the ones that do not use salt? Uh, the, only, less maintenance. the only reason to use potassium uh, rather than salt, potassium chloride rather than salt, is if you're concerned about the salt going into your septic system. If you're on a septic, some people choose to use potassium chloride on their septic systems rather than salt because salt can uh, be detrimental to the, uh, to, to the natural um, enzymes in your, in your septic system. Uh, the other, so do, they have, do they have ones that are maintenance-free that do not use p- potassium or salt? They, yes. have, they have some that they say are maintenance-free, yes. Uh, I, and they may be, they may be, but but for for that maintenance free, I think they advertise it on on KTSA. I just can't remember the name of it. They do, they do, and and uh, it it's a good system. Uh, to my knowledge, it's a good system. But what I can tell you is that uh, just just shop and price and and look at the cost differential, and, and then read the reviews. And, yeah, uh, that's it. And, and and what you're looking for on the reviews is a traditional salt or potassium chloride water softening system. Versus a kinetic energy water softening system. Yeah, Kinetico, I think it's called. Is it Kinetico? Uh, it's a company that that uses a kinetic energy um, uses a kinetic energy water softening system. Yes. Um, the be- the-, the best advice I have, and and there's a reason that I speak for the people that I speak for because I believe in their products and I believe that they do a great job. That's why I speak yeah. for Alamo Water Softeners. That's why I recommend them. Um, what, what I will tell you as a consumer, though, is uh, I appreciate it if you trust me, and I hope you do, but do your research. Compare them. Compare mm-hmm. the price. Compare the reviews. Compare the effectiveness, and then make a decision based on that. Okay. Also, too, um, uh, uh, going on that C- um, CLR uh, phone call, yes. I also use, uh, it's called The Works. They sell it like with the cleaning products, yes, and it, it's just a fraction the cost of uh, of CLR, and you just put it on wherever there's calcium, wherever there's gunk, uh, it just disappears. It does everything CLR does, and I think almost even better. And it's just, it's just like three dollars for sixteen ounces. 
Hmm. Hmm. Well, I'll, I'll give it's that called, a try. It's called the works. The works. I've yeah, seen. I've seen the works. the works. I have seen that, but I've never tried it. But Same I certainly here. will. It's really amazing. Okay, thank you so much for your uh, uh, information. Hey, Josh, thanks a lot. Appreciate you calling this morning. Uh, let's get to Greg. Greg, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Hey, gentlemen, how are you this morning? Fantastic, Greg. How can we help yeah. you? Well, I just wanted to offer another suggestion. The guy had the water heater that uh, has a lot of calcium buildup in it. If he pulls the uh, <clears throat> heating element, that's about an inch and a quarter hole. He can get an inch one-inch uh, piece of plastic tubing, and if he's got a uh, shop back, you can go in there and suck all that, it's, that calcium out of there, break it up, and then suck yes, it out. Yes, sir, absolutely, and that works wonders on electric water heaters, but that was the first thing he said is he's got it's a, a gas. gas water heater. So the only, oh, the, yeah, only okay, port, the only entry port he has is going to be pulling off the boiler drain. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that, but... Uh, well, and now you can still do out, the same thing if he used a piece of like half inch um, electrical conduit. Right. He right. could still do the same thing you're suggesting. I appreciate the suggestion, but he could still do it. He just have to use a smaller pipe. Yeah, if you have a small, you know, plastic hose, uh, you can get some of that clear hose, you know, from Home Depot or something like that. Hook it on the end of your uh, your shop back and suck it out just a long process yeah yep. it, it is it, it, it is it's a little labor intensive but it's worth it if it can save you several hundred dollars um uh, in my opinion uh hey greg if you'll hang on a second i've got a family four pack of tickets for the uh home and garden show coming up at the alamo dome at the end of the month you would you like to go sure all sure. right hang on bud give your information to to uh chris and we'll get that all taken care of for you all right That one was a highlight last night. He killed it on this one. Didn't he kill it on anything he does? Everything he did. 1051 on AM 550 KTSA FM 1071. It's the KTSA Home Improvement Show with Martin Bomba, my buddy Jim Smith. And we are here to help. And uh, phone lines, one phone line available. You might be able to get in before the end of the show if you get that phone line. But right now we're going to go to Tony. Tony, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, good morning, Tony. And, uh... Thank you so much for your show. It's really great to uh, listen to. I've been listening to you for many years now. Well, we appreciate that very much. Thank you, Tony. So two questions. I thought you were going to go into it, but how do you clean big windows? How do you clean big windows? Five by six. Okay. Well, that's, not, uh, that's a pretty big window. Five by six is a big window. For, for residents, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, do, do these windows tilt in? No, sir. They these do not. fixed. They don't open. Oh, fixed They're glass. Fixed, uh, picture windows. Okay. First, first floor, second floor. Um, second floor. Okay. Vinegar, water, and a squeegee. Don't use a paper towel. Don't use, because that's where you get your streaking. If you will squeegee the solution back off of the window, then. Or, or use newspaper. Or newspaper. Um, one of those, uh, then that's going to keep you, because I know that you, the issue that you're seeing is going to be squeaking. I, I'm sorry, not squeaking. <laughs> streaking. Stre- streaking, squeaking. You can get arrested you're for right, streaking, but you will not get arrested for squeaking. That's what I've heard. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. I guess that all depends on where you squeak. Beautiful. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> hey, yeah, it, you're right. it looks beautiful when I clean it, and then the sun comes from a different angle, and it's like, oh, my. 
<laughs> and there's there's also a uh, com- commercially available or a residentially available too. Uh, you can order it online, or you can. I think that I think. In fact, I know um, the big box stores carry a Windex product that you hook up to your garden hose and you spray it on. And I can tell you, I've used that on one of my houses, and it actually does a really good job. Uh, I've I've used it down in Port Aransas. Mm-hmm. You spray it on, and and down there the salt gets on everything. And I've I've done that zero streaks. Clean, clear, pretty, pretty glass, and I think that you should try that. If you don't want to get up on a ladder, don't want to chance that, from the ground level, you can hook it up to your garden hose and you can spray it down, and I think it'll do a pretty good job for you. Okay, thank you. And I'm building a sunroom or a swimming pool room patio, and I would like to put in between a six and seven foot tall window. Is that something you guys can help me with? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's 72 to 84 inches. We can go all the way to 96 inches on a window. Okay. The room is uh, 10 foot, so probably need to leave a little bit of room. Oh, yeah. Yeah, You're going to have to have some room at the bottom for a knee wall and some room at the top for a framing. Right. Okay. Then I'll give you guys a buzz to come out and uh, help me out. Do it all the time. Tony would love to help you with that. Thank you for calling. And if you'll hang on for just one second, I've got some uh, tickets for you for the Home and Garden Show. we got four more left, and they're yours, Tony. Hey, thank you so much. You're sure welcome, brother. Give your information to Chris, and, and uh, he'll tell you how to pick him up, okay? I'm uh, going to put him on hold. Let's get to Ben. Ben, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Hey, good morning. Uh, my son bought a home that was built like uh, mid-'80s, and it had the single-pane windows, and you all replaced the window world, but the double-pane came out great. Thank you. But the home, ins- the home inspector showed us the cir- uh, circuit breaker box, and they have the neutral and ground wires on the same bus. Is it really critical to go ahead and put a grounding wire and separate a ground rod outside and separate those uh, ground wires from you don't, the neutral? You don't necessarily have to separate the ground and neutral. Um, if I remember the electrical codes properly, I, I, I won't say that this is the exact code. I want to say that it is okay to tie neutral and ground together. But the grounding rod is a good idea for, a, in case there's a large electrical sur- surge, uh, the grounding rod and grounding wire is, it's a very good idea. It, it sure is, yeah. Okay, good. It, it's an exterior wall, so it would be quite easy just to go through the wall with the ground wire. You know? Yeah. So, yes, sir. Yeah. I would say give our buddies over at Mr. Electric a call and just ask them the questions and have them, have them uh, run it down for you. Okay, thank you. And I'll tell you what, uh, those double-pane windows, talk about a world of difference on not feeling the cold to come through those that glass anymore made a huge difference. Man, we, we love to hear that, Ben, and uh, thanks for being a great customer. We love serving uh, our customers, and we appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. All right, uh, let's see here. I think we're going to be able to get one last uh, call in here before it's all said and done. Shorty, you're the caboose. Good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement uh, Show. All right. I just want a recommendation. I, have a, I live out in the country, and I have a septic system. I heard y'all recommending... Uh, Red X is that a good product to use? It's absolutely. What, it's what I use. It's what Jim uses. Uh, you, once, once a month, right down one of the commodes, just dump it in the commode and flush it. Once a month. Yes, sir. Okay, that's my question. Simple as that. Okay, thanks, Shorty. That was an easy one. We appreciate you. Uh, yeah, we were up against the uh, end of the show there, Jim. How did yes, we sir. get in touch with you during the Getting week? Getting in touch with me is pretty simple. It is Jay Smith. At windowworldtx.com. You don't want to spell that for us? 
Uh, I, I, I guess I could, you know. I mean, and if you want to get in touch with me, it's mbomba at windowworldtx.com. Not quite as easy as Smith. It's B-O-M-B-A, mbomba at windowworldtx.com. want to invite everybody to stop by if you're in the Coastal Bend area, if you're down in Sinton or Taft or Robstown or Rockport or Ingleside. Or, There's too many to list. I can't you already, list them all. You're going to offend people because you missed their town. I can't list them all, but if you're in the Coastal Bend, you know who you are. Uh, American Bank Center is going on right now, today and tomorrow. It's the Home and Garden Show. Window World is down there. You cannot miss the big, beautiful uh, Window World uh, display that's down there. And when you walk in, you're going to get yourself a Window World bag when you walk in. We're the official bag sponsor of the uh, the Home Show down there again this this round. Uh, lots to see, lots of good stuff to check out when you're down there. Be sure to stop by and say hi to the entire Window World team. And, and then at the end of this month, of course, it is the Home and Garden Show, the 40th anniversary Home and Garden Show at the Alamo Dome, February 28th through March 1st. And, of course, Window World will be out there as well. We invite you to stop by any of our showrooms in San Antonio, in Corpus Christi, or New Braunfels, and to check us out online at windowworldtx.com. San Antonio, Corpus Christi, Hill Country, Fantastic to have you along with us this Saturday, and we'll see you next week right here, same time, same place, on the KTSA Home Improvement Show.